This is UBI Podcast, presented by AML Media. Um, love you, Mom. that question again that's a good st- that's a good start off point and i'm starting to get hung like hungry hungry mm. so so the question i saw on twitter i don't know who posted it but it, it was oh it's because the phillies have dollar dog night tonight do a lot of do all stadiums do that i feel like that's not just a philly i want right? to think it's just the citizens bank Park, but people but turn out just four dollar yeah. dog night 20 minutes before the game the lines were fucking massive but and you can just be like 20 dogs 20 bucks can you yeah i thought you had to keep going back but anyway, the question was, if you could choose a dollar night, would it be dollar tenders, chicken tenders, dollar uh, dipping Dots, or dollar empanadas? I originally said <clears throat> tendies, because a dollar, it can't just be one tender, because I'm thinking $3 for three tendies is not that great of a deal. Mm-mm. And it's probably not going to be the greatest tender. Mm-mm. But unless you can just let me, like, grab whatever sauces I want. Well, definitely, if you're going to do tenders, it has to be sauces free. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're getting crazy. But I still say the empanada. But you, you're <clears throat> turning me there. Yeah. Just a simple beef and cheese empanada. Yep. How many of those do you think you could put away? Two. If it's a good empanada, they're like, you know, they're like that. Hot pocket size. Yeah. And it's also fried, so like, yeah. Because I'm thinking, if this is like a ballpark situation, it's gonna be frozen. Yeah, no, I'm 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 gonna show up a little tuned up. So as soon as I get there, I'm gonna want one or two. Oh, throughout a whole game, I could eat like four probably. I seen I watched this challenge of a guy. It's called the nine for nine for nine, and it's you got to drink one beer and eat one hot dog every inning of a baseball game. And now with the pitch clock, it's become like a real yeah, challenge. Yeah, it's a problem. That's a fun it challenge. Used to, it though. used to not be a problem at yeah. all. I could, I, the nine dogs is the beers with the dogs. though, like that is filling. By like the fifth thing, you're gonna be like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. With the bun, he didn't. The guy I watched did not com- complete it. He got like eight and a half hot dogs yeah. and maybe the nine beers. Even without the pitch clock, that's harder than than you think. Mm-hmm. Well, I still have when I was eighteen. I can pull that off, but I've, oh, the older I'm getting, you don't I, pound beers like that either anymore. Not even the yeah, the pound of the beers, but I can't eat. I, I, my eyes are getting too, which is good. <laughs> God stepping and going like, I gotta help out of here a little yeah. bit. Nine dogs, I don't care how fat you are. That's, that's a lot. Even like a six hundred pound lifer. I used to, you know what? I've never even been at like a huge, huge, like crazy eater. Yeah. As far as like, because I do get when I get full, I'm like. The problem is, I used to be a uh picker like i'll get i would get full and then like an hour later that's how that's how we all got that's how our whole family got fat yeah. and that because we leave the leftovers on the stove for a while hey. and then even when it was the cold mac and cheese taking a hunk of that yeah because mom would be like finish it up so i don't have to put it away that and she would like she was working late so sometimes she, she always we always made more food than we needed everything she cooked that was good she cooked more than was mm-hmm. necessary. Like when you guys made pea soup the other day, it was like a normal person amount. Like for basically two of us for, you know, two servings. Yeah, it was like four servings. We would have pea soup for like a week. Yeah. 
I would eat that shit. Which also, shout out Rachel, the pea soup was excellent. Yeah, good job, especially for the first time attempting and, it. And because of the the amount of ham we had left over, it was a nice meaty mm-hmm. pea soup. But yeah, give me empanadas all day. Although I will say, if I have to pick between those three options and also have the option for dogs, I might go dogs. I'm thinking that at a ballpark, that just seems so right. They're easy to eat. They're now, what about if it was a dollar hot dog or dollar hamburger, but it was just the Mickey D's single cheeseburgers? That. Yeah. With those onions on there. If, I, if it comes with cheese for a dollar? Mm-hmm. But it's just a single patty. No, I get it. Even if it has no onions, no nothing. It's got that, those onions, man, really make those they burgers. They do, but if you give me a, a, a quarter-pound cheeseburger... Or ha- actually, they're smaller. Than they're not, yeah. But with just uh, you know a nice little uh, char on it. I don't know though. You're right. Like at a ballpark, I really like hot dogs. Yeah, and just sim- I mean, we both are kind of the same. Like, if there's cut up, actually at a ballpark, I don't think if there is cut up onion, I don't think I'm gonna be. If using it's just it. in a big vat, I'll take I'll, I'll take some of the, the diced onions. I actually think you ever have the squeezy onion sauce. No. Yeah, I've seen. I think like sometimes Seven Elevens will have it. Like it's it's like, you know, like pureed onion. Yeah, because it's you know it's uh, ketchup, mustard, and then it'll be the puree onion. You ever see that on a dog? I'll go Get for it. it. Yeah, because it's not sweet like relish. It's just well, I was pureed say, onion. It's basically the same context uh, texture as relish, but onions. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. That's a good. And it's good because it stays on the dog. Good. And you can with that you can do exactly how much onion you yeah, want. Yeah, that and then just one quick line of mustard. mustard. That's that's the dog right there. It really there. is. Chili all that? Nah. Not unless yeah, unless I'm, I'm yeah. I'll do every once in a while cuz Sheets has the good what is it? What is it? 3 hot dogs for $2 and you can get whatever t- so you can just Fucking run it through the board of everything. You can then get, you're just trying to get the bang for your buck, right? Yeah, that was a college move or I, like a really drunk move. I will say, uh, just uh, one uh, piece of bacon on a hot dog. You c- it makes it really like salty, and you can only do like two of them. Just a single strip of bacon. It's really I mean, good. Okay. It's hard to you, something that you can't throw bacon at. That's like, hey, I'm making this a little bit better. Yeah. And we're not, you know, breaking news there. Everyone. Well, no, yeah, but it's, but it's not a common thing to have on a hot dog. I feel like there was a time that it's, it's calming down now where they were putting bacon on too much stuff. Bacon's good, and sometimes when it's a fake bacon flavor, it's too much for yeah, me. Yeah, I'm not a big in the bacon flavored things, but like. The only time I ever say, uh, you know, bacon, it's too much with the bacon is when I'm not in the mood for bacon, which is rarely. But like we were just saying, and I will get it, um, but it depends where, you, where, where you're ordering from. Bacon on a pizza sometimes is too much for me. Well, that's why you get the bacon and onion to kind of offset it a little bit. But it's because especially, well, a lot of times I get extra cheese. Yeah, extra cheese is like, then, then you really overdo and it. And now it's, it's, it's very greasy. Mm-hmm. And like it's good, don't get me wrong. Um, but like as the other day when I ordered that one pie, it had Canadian bacon on there. That that, that was, was it fucking, nice and thin, mm-hmm. so crisped up real good. That was yeah. really good. Now, did the menu specify Canadian bacon? Yes, and that's why I picked it because okay. I norm I was gonna go just. I mean, you know, once again, can't get wrong. Pep pepperoni, 
You know. No, no. When mm. you're getting you're ordering pizza from a place that doesn't you know don't know about or may, maybe doesn't have great pizza. Any place that if they have the pictures and if they have the pictures of it and it doesn't show up like this and be pissed that when the pepperoni pops into a little cup. You don't like that? I do like that. If I ever see a place that in the pictures on Google yeah. has that, I'm like, I'm just that, pep. That means the pizza is cooked in a proper pizza oven. And good pepperoni, not just fucking wholesale gallon yeah, bags like of pepperoni. Hormel, Hormel pepperoni or something. But it's a, it's a shame. Like I, I grew into liking mushrooms through in college and stuff mm-hmm. because mushrooms and pepperoni on a pizza are really fucking That's good. That's what the Ninja Turtles ate. Straight it's up. dude it's it, it really is it because you're getting the saltiness and greasiness and the mushrooms help soak it up and give it another texture layer but not too strong of a flavor it's good i gotta tell you um the more refined my tastes are for pizza which isn't very refined but i think my favorite pizza now is the white pie if it's done properly which well and that's a thing too and pittsburgh Everywhere, white is different because some places white will have Alfredo sauce on it. Well, that's crazy. See, and some places white will be just like where where we grew up. That was garlic sauce, like a a garlic butter sauce is a white pizza. Oh, and not not real buttery though, just like a no, just a little layer. Yeah, a little some, a couple globs, not too much, but a a, a, it should have at least a glob of ricotta on each slice. But I, if you just were playing, it won't come with that. But you got no. If, you got to say a white pie, mm-hmm. and sometimes you have to specify with forgot. But I'll tell you what: one of my favorite frozen pizzas have become now a margarita, a flatbread margarita frozen pizza. Was that chicken? No, it's um, was that basil, Rachel? Uh, oh, and ricotta, like shredded basil and diced tomatoes. Yeah, whatever Ugh, the flavor. What diced it tomatoes? Was not, it wouldn't be for you. Yeah, you're not. No, they're very fine. But even you, you usually say like a tomato cooked. No, on these, they're it's okay. I I like honestly, my favorite um like frozen pizza is like the four cheese blend. I'm I'm getting very picky with my frozen pizzas because I won't do any self raising because it's just too much bread. All you're selling me is bread, and they're not like that cheap like they used to be. Yeah. I, I I want actually my go to now is getting a the French bread pizzas. They are good. There's and even just the Stouffer's the the cheaper ones on sale. So what, they can get the job done. What level is that really your go to now for frozen pizzas? Because a lot I mean a lot of times the the thin crusts are, aren't delivering uh, for me. Nah, once in a while French bread's good, but that's not going to be. My I also don't do frozen pizza. pizza that often. Well, I I do. Once a week-ish, maybe once every two weeks, because uh, I am a single guy and I cook for myself. But what do you feel like... Also, let me just throw this in there. Since me and Rachel's vegan, or partly you know, partially vegan, we, like, a whole pepperoni pizza, even if it's one I like, I'm, it's probably not going to get all the way finished. I do get bored of leftovers quick. Even like, pizza? I'll eat a cold. I'll eat like two cold, but usually there's like a one or two that just kind of get dried out. Mm-hmm, okay. So the French bread's a good option because it's more of if a I'm single hu- serving. One is good, but like after bowling, if I'm hungry and has some sauce in me, two, and I'm like, I feel good going to bed, soaking it up a little bit. What do you think? Like, if you're talking like 
a gold standard of a frozen pizza versus the bronze medal. Where do you rate the Red Baron on that? The Red Baron the full size, like frozen you know what? Pizza. I I couldn't even. I I can't even recall a Red Baron full pizza to be honest with you. In the frozen section? Yeah, no, because the Red Baron French bread is not. They don't always have them. Because it's not the self rising one. It's like an actual. Fr- okay, well, I, I, I'll ch- if I see it. I'll check it out. Why is that? Was that, was that going to be your gold that's, standard? That's what I go to because, like, DiGiorno, A, it's too doughy sometimes. Yeah. And if you don't have, like, the right, like, the, the heating stone that we used to have, like... The heating stone made a difference, it for really, sure. I, I fucking... I want to get me one of those. But then I feel like I, it's incentivizing me to make more make frozen more pizza. <laughs> so, but the Red Baron is a nice, thin crust, not like... Crispy crust, but you know what I mean a regular style pizza. Uh, I, f- I feel like it's in the silver. Style. I uh, I'll change it up. I don't. I can't. I can't say I have like a lockdown one. I'll, I'll a lot of times do different ones right. just by the look of it and the price because uh, you know. But yeah, I don't. I don't do the Giorno's. I don't mess with the uh, you know like the the experiments like croissant crust and things like that. I know it's not going to be I mean, that might my, be good. That sounds kind of good. I'm not a big croissant fan. But I mean, there has, there is one out there that, by the picture, looks good. But I just know it's going to be a sweeter dough than I like. Mm. Mm. Um, I like a little sweet. Just, to, I mean, just the simple tombstone one, the the flatbread okay. tombstone. Tomb- I, see, I think to me, like tombstones, right there with Red Baron in terms of your. That is, I, I I'm not going to ever be upset with it. Exactly, it's going to deliver what you mm-hmm. want. Out of I, I know pizza. what I'm getting. It's it's my subway. I'm not going to be blown away, but I know exactly what it's going to taste like and what it's going to do yeah. to me. And in, I, honestly, in, in Pittsburgh, I feel like Subway, at least you know the bread's going to be what it is mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah, so, but it's weird. Uh, since I have not ordered a sandwich, like, anywhere since I moved up The here. only thing worth is to go to DiBella's around us. Or there is that one place that's, we'll go there, uh... You can get a good New York style, kind of a harder bread, um, East Carson Deli. We've talked about before. That's going to be, okay. that's what you're, I'm going to make you get the Balboa. You're not usually a uh, an Italian. I like Italian. It's just it is a, it is a strong. Yeah, this one is good because they're also you know good good portions, not too big or anything. Mm-hmm. They're going for quality. Um, do you like red roasted peppers? Yeah, as long as they're not real wet. Not on, like on a sandwich. It, they do a good job, and then they also do the oil and vinegar. Of like course, a perfect. Uh, and I think they might use a sharp cheddar on there, too. Okay. Real thin. Okay. But so we'll have to end the uh, good sesame bread. I'm a provolone guy on an Italian. But if it's a sharp cheddar. I think uh, if we go this one, it's called the Balboa. I think I'd be like, just order it outright. It's, uh, they got it down pretty good. Yeah. So, I mean, we're in Cleveland for the, for the Hall of Fame roundabout, and... We tried. We tried to find. We even asked our Uber driver, like, you know, what's the signature dish in Cleveland? And what was? What did he say? Um, well, when he we said lo- that corned beef that we yeah, had seen like, online. Yeah, damn dog, corned beef. See, I do like a corned. I beef. I like corned beef too, but like, but I don't think it's. You're not gonna blow my pan. I can. I feel like I can get the same corned beef. That's my else. point. If if you're saying like your regional. City staple is something you can get anywhere. Well, what did I? T- uh, what I told you that Cincinnati's thing is chili on uh, angel hair pasta. 
you didn't like I was you like get the fuck out of here. I was like, dude, I'm, that's like kind of their spaghetti. thing. A spaghetti. Yeah, it's not angel hair. Spaghetti. Rachel's like, don't disrespect angel hair. That's my favorite. Um, yeah, so that was disappointing. I really, I don't know what I was hoping for. And then when we looked up the other thing, it was a restaurant that like they just put uh, pierogies on a lot of things. Which again, us being, pierogies you can get anywhere. Well, and especially in Pittsburgh, it's got a huge German and Poles population, yeah. so they're I can get just as good yeah. there. So yeah, there was nothing here. So like, we ended up getting tacos, which was good. Tacos yeah, was, are always good, but like you know, yeah. And actually, there's one uh, one of those. It's not a chain; they got a couple, but now there's one in Pittsburgh now, right? Yeah. Was so. it Barrios or something? Yeah, Barrios. Yeah. So like, I guess we're we're like kind of spoiled. Uh, being from Philly, like, well, and we like to try to, like, I mean, that's one thing. If I'm gonna go somewhere, I gotta. What's your thing? Well, yeah, we're, like when I went to trip. Chicago, of course, I got the deep dish from the one famous. But the real thing the is beef, that the, the dip. fucking dip what? beef or whatever that is. Yeah, Chicago, you're good on that one. Yeah, you called it the fr- uh, French dip the other day, and it's not a French. No, it's dip. A, I know it's a roast. It's basically a, a roast beef sandwich dipped in banging it's Italian and beef. Italian beef. That's it. No, it's Italian dip. Isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's Italian uh, in beef. In Chicago, it's an Italian beef sandwich. Okay, yeah. But yeah, just that fancy au jus and you get the peppers and the onions on there. That's a good... Now, you got to eat it right away. That's not a taken-home sandwich. That's a mess, mm-hmm. which I'm surprised you even attempted to eat. I, when I was seeing it, and I was like, that's going in me. Because uh, I love a, an, Italian, an Italian dip. Like, once you get Arby's with the cup of au jus. That's a French dip. French dip. French dip. Yeah, it's it's kind of the same. Yeah, but it's not an all jus sauce. The French would be like, well, and I think the Italian beef, we didn't get like a separate cup that we dipped into, right? They just just dipped the whole sandwich in real quick. Yeah, yeah, and all jus like a real thin, like it's not gravyish at all. And this is, uh, but damn, the bread is like hard enough too, where it's still edible. It's got to be. It's a good. Plus, they just flash dip it. Right? Mm-hmm. They don't fucking and just where we went. At least it was high quality beef. Like it was, you could see them in the back, like pulling it apart. Mm-hmm. It's not just some fucking something out of a freezer. Mm-hmm. So I mean, since you just mentioned it, what did you think of the deep dish beef? So just quickly, because I've never had a Chicago's. We got one way too big. It's good. I don't consider it a pizza. It's tasty as shit. Heaviest shit you ain't doing nothing afterwards. You'd rather have a good. New York style, East Coast uh, yes. style pizza. Okay. Rachel, what did you think? Um, I've had it before. It's I like it, but yeah, you can't plan to do anything after. It's not in the same it's like its own meal. Mm-hmm. Like if I want yeah. pizza, I'm never gonna get It deep looks dish. almost like uh uh like a, a pizza casserole. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like basically it's, what it is. It's, yeah. But but I, I I've never had like an authentic one and I do want to try it because it's, it's very good. it's worth yeah. having. What they should do is don't call it a pizza. They should just this is just a deep dish. Just call it a deep dish. That way people can't say it's not pizza. That would be your own thing if we're like yeah we got this thing called a deep dish. See you know it's a chain but <clears throat> Uno, who knows they strike a nice balance between actual pizza and a deep dish. Yeah that personal one you can get right. Yeah yeah yeah. Uno is underrated. Like we used to go to Uno. Not a lot. Well, we had that one right by. It's, there's not a lot. Not a lot of them. Remember Petucci's? Petucci's is bang. Yes, that was really good. Really good. We we were spoiled growing up. We had a lot of, and then when we found the Bellas, like, and even just our local chains, fucking. So and I, I, I want to uh, mention because we talked about it yesterday, and because especially you watch a lot of like comedy podcasts and stuff like that. Um, 
And like I, I've seen a few uh, celebrities. Uh, I hate the word celebrity because we're not talking about Tom Cruise here, but like guys we like that are funny guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, say that taking leftovers home from a restaurant is a trash person piece. You of can sh- call me trash, and I don't claim we do not claim to not be trash. I have grown up enjoying knowing I'm bringing leftovers home because I don't like to just as fat as I am. I don't like to just gorge myself. And there are certain things like if I'm going out to an outback, I'm not going to bring a steak home. I'm going to get the proper size steak. Let's be honest. A steak is never the same if you. Yeah. So, of course, something like that. But chicken parm, the places we went, there's it would it's almost family sized chicken parm. Uh, Any restaurant, though, like if you get, you know, even a burger with fries and I don't know, whatever, some cold like. I don't know. Maybe we were disgraced fat where we always wanted to have basically, and for our mom's sake, she didn't want to cook. So it was like. And I would order things going, what is going to be bit? Like if I'm between two things, if I'm like, I want a burger, the fries aren't going to reheat good. And then like the burgers, you know, messy. So like even that might be hard to reheat because it'd be too greasy versus like something else. I'll go the other thing if if I'm having a toss up because I go, I want the leftovers to be able to reheat decently so yeah i just wanted to mention that because like we are taking an official stance that don't feel bad about yourselves if you take home for you know there's a reason every restaurant and listen i promise right here right now that if we ever become somewhat successful and have money like that i'm i'm still taking because okay maybe if you're going like a fucking Michelin star. I was gonna say the only cab- but, caveat is that those fa- really fancy places, but they don't serve. There's just portions. yeah, there's not enough portion to take in. So that's and good. then also they have a a certain balance where you're like I can't recreate this in a microwave. Yeah, you know, type yeah. Of thing. The reason I don't think it's trashy is because it's wasteful to yeah, leave there, it. Thank you. Like you're ordering specifically to take home. I don't order with taking home in mind. But if I can't eat the food and I there's clearly like a whole other serving left, I'm not just gonna throw it exactly. away. And what is Especially nicer? If it's good. Yeah. If, it, if you go out on a, a a Saturday or Sunday dinner, and you get home, and you're not too full, so you're not like I just got away, and, and you fucking put on a good movie, and halfway through that movie you go, yeah, I'm getting a little hungry again. Going for it. And I dip. got it, dude. All, ten, 30 seconds. Let me pop in the microwave. The best, I, my personal opinion, the best. Um, Take like, uh, you know, the doggy bag. What you're gonna take home is a really good pasta dish. Oh yeah, the perfect because it reheats beautifully. And I'm very. Uh, I order a lot of the same things. I try not to, but when I'm there, like like chicken parm is my go-to. Like if I'm ever my my last meal, you know, if I'm in prison, will be chicken parm, and that can reheat good. Beyond and I get with penne because. Usually, like, if you get the, a lot of times it'll come with spaghetti or angel hair. They'll put the chicken on top of that. The secret is move the pasta away from the chicken. That way, the chicken breading isn't sitting on a bunch of wet Steamy noodles. Steamy-ass noodles. And then, the, like, the bottom breading comes off. So, if you separate them, when you put them in the box, now you got a fucking little partition going yeah. on. Well, if anyone doubted that chicken parma is your favorite food, now they know. For sure. Send it my way. Yeah. Now... Quite, let's be completely honest. You two have been married for a long time. 
If it was literally your last meal, would you want Rachel's chicken parm, or do you have one in mind that blew your balls off? Uh, Rachel has fucking stepped up. Well, the we've game. said it on the pod yeah. before. Rachel makes a good chicken. A parm. good chicken parm. But I mean, if I have my druthers, it's gonna be De Lorenzo's. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know what? It's my last meal. I'm going to shit myself in that electric chair. I'm eating all seven pounds of that chicken. Yeah. I'll make myself sick, throw up, and still have another pound of Shout chicken. Shout out to De Lorenzo's in Fairless Hills, uh, right outside of Philadelphia. And I would want the salad first, too, with it, even though it's my last meal. The house salad. The, that the house salad. salad. Yeah. And maybe I'll, I will just pick out all the cheese bits. When we would get that as a family, there was a rule. You can't just get all the cheese bits. The fresh mozzarella. The fresh mozzarella and yeah. stuff. You got to take scoops. Yeah. Jason Kelsey just did a podcast where they did his last meal, but it was like 10 different things, but he yeah. actually sat and ate it. It was like French toast. I'm, I'm sure he can house. Yeah. Food. He's an active athlete, so he's burning. Part of his, uh, his last meal was a, uh, D'Alessandro's cheesesteak. That's a hard, that, see now you're throwing in my ball, damn a cheesesteak. I get a couple last meals, right? Do I get like a week of them? He went classy too. He had a, uh, no, this was one sit down. Now it was like, like I said, I think it was close to 10 different things, but like he even had his mom, apparently the Kelsey mom makes delicious dinner rolls, which it's hard for me to really imagine. Homemade dinner rolls are. If she's fucking from scratch and and can throw it down, I'm not even a roll guy, but I'm eating ones though. Any bread made from scratch. Well, it's let's do let, delicious. Let's do. Um, wh- wh- where are we at on time? We sh- we got time. We're good. Twenty-five. Well, I know we have time. I just I don't know when we, we want to do this. Uh, I think we should do um, like well, a, like your top. If you, you could have three items, and and a dessert to finish, what your last meal would be. I'll throw you. I'll throw it down right now with pretty some confidence. Just like that. I have now that you said it. I, I there's. Yeah, and it's going to be weird, and it's not going to be thin, but I'm going, I don't know the place yet, but I'm going to get a chicken cheesesteak with cheese whiz. Hold on, time out. You've That's going to be my been in the mood for that lately, though. I know, but even when I would go home, I would go, I would go that over the ch- normal cheesesteak no, every time. No, you didn't. I'm a, a witness to the fact that when you would come home, you would get a regular cheesesteak. Now, now listen, I like You're it. right. I have been in the mood for that. So if this is your last ever cheesesteak, you're going no, chicken. No, you know what? Because I'm going to get chicken parm is going to be my entree. Okay. I just want a couple bites of a good cheesesteak. I don't need the end pieces that are dry. I want those fresh bites. And it's going to be just four. And that's going to be my appetizer. It's going to be wasteful. But it's fine. It's your last meal. Yeah. But just, just to put it on record, the... If you have a, a good cheesesteak, the end pieces are good because the bread's fucking delicious. That and they did a good purport. They weren't slapping yeah. it on. And let's let's for the sake of the the discussion, let's just toss out how much room you have in your stomach to eat. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm gonna I'm I uh, I'm not gonna be able to tell you where I'm gonna get it from because I'm not sure. But it might be like gin. It's not gonna be Steve's. I love Steve's Prince of Steak, but I'm gonna want the chopped up. Yeah, the proper yeah tin, with uh, a, yeah. a light light onion, but with cheese whiz. Whatever I'm getting, it's going to be the cheese whiz. Let's just say Jim's because I love Jim's. I think it's the best cheese steak. I I might be there with you. So just Jim's, and then De Lorenzo's chicken parm, just a little bit of that salad, 
Uh, and then I'm not a big dessert guy. It's going to be a toss up of a churro with a little bit of vanilla ice cream or just a couple bites of even plain cheesecake. Really? I thought you were either going to go uh, tapioca or tiramisu. You love tiramisu. I do. The dessert's hard. So you said you it, could just throw this down easy. And I, now, well, gotta, I knew my... But, chicken parm, yeah, we know that. For sure. Mint chocolate chip ice cream might be in there, too. Okay. I love mint chocolate chip okay. ice cream. Because that is like a nice pout, like end of a meal. kind of makes you f- freshen up a little bit. And it's got chocolate in it and a delicious minty ice cream. The dessert's hard because, it, to me, I've, that's fly by the seat of the pants. I mean, honestly, if you put one of those uh, strawberry shortcake... <laughs> Motherfuckers is good. Little on. Debbies. Yeah, they're good. All right, well, you got... And- well, you, you, you are... You only picked two things, not three. I was saying a dessert is the fourth. That's like your fifth. Okay. So you get a third item. Okay, so stomach issues. Matt's not. You this got is s- gonna be. This gonna be a weird one. And maybe it is because I've been craving it. A leftover meatloaf sandwich. Like home of, style of mom and dad can throw down a meatloaf too. Yeah, yeah. A nice hunk of that on white bread with a bunch of mayo and salt and pepper and a one piece of cheese that was my favorite lunch okay that when we would have meatloaf i would refrain myself from being too fat i'm like i want i want there to be leftovers for my lunch tomorrow and it's better when it cools down it kind of gets firmer because sometimes a a meatloaf fresh out of the oven it's kind of like not falling apart but you know what i mean and I mean, with the way mom would do it, put the bacon on top of it so that it cooks through it, mm-hmm. uh, but you can't eat it cold. It's make it at 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock in the morning, whatever time you go to high school, and then you just leave it just, just leave it in the brown bag so it's a tiny, tiny, tiny bit cold in the center, but it's basically room temperature. And with it's a lot a, of mayo. Got to go a lot of mayo. When it's wrapped in a, a aluminum foil specifically, it really warms up slowly and nicely. That's, you know, because I'm thinking at last minute, like, that would be my lunch. You know what I mean? Like, I, because I. We should have done that. We should have done a breakfast, a lunch, a dinner. Breakfast, cream chip, beef. Yeah, okay. Can't go wrong. Yeah, I I love eggs, but I, cream chip beef is, I think, my favorite breakfast for sure. Okay. It's, it's not that easy, though, to really, to narrow down options. No. Except for chicken parm. Yeah. Because a lot of people are going to go steak, but like. I like no, a good steak, no, but that's not, you know, not, I've had it so much. We were big meat eaters. So chicken parm was a we're going out specialty. Even the best steak you could serve me? Nah. I want something that hits me in the feels, too. All right, so last day on earth, what's your breakfast? You're not a big breakfast guy, but like. Yeah, man, I love breakfast. Well, you don't. You only eat like, well. I don't usually eat breakfast like, often. Yeah. But I'm a guy who will go like get to a diner for a dinner time and get breakfast sometimes. But it's a simple it's a sausage gravy biscuit on a, on a good butter biscuit. Definitely. 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 That's the, that's the easiest one. Um, and just that, you know, like cheesy scrambled eggs. Cause when I imagine that, I want to see in to add all the uh, fixings. Cause yeah, I would love it. A uh, bacon and cheese and onion omelet too. See when I, when I'm thinking sausage gravy biscuits, 
I'm picturing super ass cheesy scrambled eggs next to it. Good, not super done. Like when they do them well, where they're still nice, moist, but not wet and mad cheesy. Right next to that, for it's just an image. Honestly, like because of the creaminess and heaviness of the sausage gravy. Per, I don't think the the cheesy scrambled eggs sounds like a good compliment. I think just a perfectly done hash brown. And again, I'm getting. I want a lot hash, of sausage gravy. Hash brown or like um, you know what, shredded t- yeah, potatoes. Yeah, like style shredded potatoes. Shred, I'm not a big fan of the cubed. Uh, I'll eat them obviously, but any place that has shredded um, potato, prick, whatever right. it is, that's a thousand times better than the. And, yeah, potatoes. and we're just assuming like everything's cooked to my liking, mm-hmm. the crispiness. Um, What's your beverage? <laughs> Call. I'm sure you have a coffee. Oh yeah, breakfast coffee. That's a no, that's a no brainer. And just um, water. Not even water. You know how much I drink coffee. I just yeah. drink the coffee. Uh, so that's my breakfast. I'd have to throw orange juice in with mine. That was that was uh, I was thinking that too, but just to stay consistent, it would be okay. coffee. Now, lunch, I'm not going to say lunch because I, I only have two more choices here. And, you know, dinner and lunch are kind of interchangeable. So, and you all filled up on the sausage gravy. That, that takes a while to digest. Right. I'm going to need at least to like four o'clock. I'm going to need a little nap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do a little baiting and take a nap. I think, like, honestly, if this is my last meal, I'm going to DiLorenzo's too. But I'm getting the cheesesteak pizza. Cheesesteak pizza. It's a beautiful option. It's perfect every time. No sauce. Just that nice cheese blend with little piece, uh, little hunks. Not hunks, but like it's basically uh, American cheese singles like ripped apart. It looks like a little kid pizza, but it is a banger. It's really like. Dude, DiLorenzo sponsor us, dude. Send us frozen pizzas and we will. Yeah. Yeah. God. And that you could that, and that pizza is good, could, hot, cold, room temperature. Two days later, you can there. You can do some di- different dipping you could styles. Dip it in ketchup, and I don't even like ketchup. Yeah, I, I'll sometimes put a little hot sauce on there too to change the. It is hitting a the good. Well, they got good crust there. That's number one. It's a good pizza, everyone. Yeah, every pizza they besides the grilled chicken, dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Pl- crust is good. So you're hitting pizza, cheesesteak. And something else special. Yeah, you it's see a, it's, a th- going, it's a three-pronged yeah. system. Right. Yeah, because obviously a, a cheesesteak is one of my favorite things ever. But now I'm not. I know what your I know what your drink's gonna be. Cream soda or the red soda from Caesars. I wouldn't have thought of that, but yeah, bring give me that. I was honestly gonna say like for my drink, just something because I'm thinking like this is my last meal. Give me the things I love. If it's your last meal, I was thinking like a diet Pepsi. Mm. It's your last meal, I'd say, Stephen. Why don't you get you a, a double scotch on the rocks yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah, give me a fucking... Yeah. What's your one last thing? Yeah. My, my last drink is a bottle of vodka yeah. and a lot of ginger beer. If I was definitely dying the next day... What the fuck's the point? That... So let me think. You know, and I we're smoking think. a lot of cigarettes. Tons of ciggies. That's... Yeah. But that's prison itself. Yeah. Um, but now that you said that, that's a really interesting question. Because like, if this is my last drink, and I'm assuming I can get shitty... Yeah, yeah, yeah. As many as I want, but I have to make one choice. That's really tough. I haven't had a drink in so long, so... But, like, I always love... And you don't even crave, like... No, no, I'm way past that. Can you just do some beers? I was thinking, like, I really always loved Heineken. 
Um, Labatt. Labatt. Maybe just a fucking 12-er of uh, little red stripe bottles. Um, Hop Devil was always my shit, but I don't want to get drunk too fast. Mm-hmm. But it would definitely be a beer. Kay. Definitely. So, and then for my dinner, I'm having a really tough time with this one. Because, like, I fucking love soups. Chili is, like, I love fucking chili. Um, yeah, and you're not a good, t- it would be, a, you'd have to go a Mexican. There's something. Uh, yeah, maybe the, uh, the chicken flautas at Cancun. They're, they're delicious. Don't ask me to describe exactly what a flauta is. But Mexican delicious. It's a Mexican and just order did, it, and you're gonna yeah, like it. It's lightly. It fried. would be hard for you. I would be like, if you're going out, I'm like, Stephen, you got to go Mexican. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, no, but I'm feeling Italian. But I'm like, no, stick to your soul. Yeah, because I'm torn between what my favorite go-to like like Mexican food, or is it like, do I want something my mama used to cook that I loved? Because she wasn't, she didn't like cooking Mexican food because there's too many sides and it's a mess. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the, it's the cleaning of it. It's too many pots and pans. And Ta- taco night from her was a problem, but then I got her hooked on the Mexican goya rice, yeah. and she, I got her into it a little bit more. But um, you're right, man. I really I do have to go some type of Mexican. I mean, shit. It sounds crazy, but Tim Dillon will back me up on this. It might be a nice spread from Taco Bell. You know, that's I wouldn't hate you for it, man. Yeah, go balls. What's the seventy dollar taco order will make you feel good. And then, uh, and if you can pick at them too, like, hey, can I'm, you know, I can stay up till whenever I want, just eating some soft tacos, right? Right. But yeah, definitely Mexican. On as much sour cream as you can fucking handle. Yes, the potatoes. Uh, obviously, I want rice and beans. I want refried beans on my tacos or whatever. Maybe just like a, my my dream taco spread. What about just like a. Uh, just like a banging high class taco bar. That's what I'm saying. All the things it's I got like. all the fixins. You can just keep going up there. You want a hard shell this time, soft shell. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, there'll be a guy there but like you want a quesadilla? We have basically chalupa shells. We could fry that up for you real quick. But yeah, that's because yeah, I'm really getting a lot of my favorite ingredients in one place. And you want a Baja blast? Why not? Why not? Oh, the Baja Blast. Um, yeah, because now, now that you mention it, like, if we're picking drinks, too, I'm a real basic yeah. liquids guy. Like, ice water. I could have a bunch of ice cubes. But that, that, I was going to say ice cubes. That, that doesn't count as a thing. They, yeah. And it's good. It's the Sonic ice cubes. Those that, ones yeah, that are Yeah, you can fun. chew up immediately. Dude, but, you know, for me, the hardest thing is desserts. I almost thought about switching my entree out for a second dessert. Because I just... I was fine. Are you a big breakfast sweets guy? No, French toast I find is overrated. I love waffles. A good waffle. That's but if I'm not wanting like something the big waffles with like the the waffle maker. Like honestly, like Eggo waffles. Uh, See, like like a continental breakfast. I stay away from those those uh, powdered eggs. Usually, is what they are. They give me crazy gas. I want to eat them. But I'll usually do a bagel and cream cheese. Mm-hmm. And even if they have the fake bacon, put that fake bacon on the bagel's good. And I'll make, because you can only make a whole one, but only eat a corner. Oh, the big waffle? Of the waffle. Yeah, I mean, I like those. But when I think waffle, the first thing I think of is a, an Eggo waffle. Yeah. Um, maybe blueberries. Blueberry waffles are fucking The good. ones that are the cinnamon toast 
The little Eggers. four squares? Yeah, little four squares. The I cinnamon can, ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I'm not a sweets guy, but those things, we have those in the house. Have I'm, you ever had a toaster strudel? Oh, yeah. Like the, the Pop-Tart? Not Pop-Tart. Kid, uh, kid I grew up with Nick that we were talking about with all the toys. That was every day. That's like every breakfast was there. Joey, uh, Aunt Dot, shout out. They used to have them all the time in like... And thought, send us some toaster strudels. My dad ate toaster strudels every day when I was growing up, but he would never eat the icing. What? So you, he would she, she he would give me the icing and I would suck s- it out of the How come you didn't pack have a fro, kid. Such a she grew up her breakfast was ramen noodles and or toaster strudel with double frosting. Yeah, we didn't get breakfast that much. It were like I was a little bit cuz was mom that's nah, she wasn't the bus when you were in high school. But actually, Mom, she made me breakfast most days. And a lot of times it was just toast with a piece of cheese on there. <laughs> That's not... Yeah, I got But I, she's waking up making it, you know. and Because I never, I never wanted to eat, but it did make a difference. And yeah. she would be like, just at least take a couple bites and some mutts, some milk. I did, I did drink milk in the morning, mm-hmm. even though I pooped three hours later. Bam. No one on the planet knows what mutts is, but that's a family. It's a laborty family seat. <laughs> okay. It's milk. Um, Dessert. That's a hard for you. I want to just say, duh, cheesecake. Because I, even on my birthday, like, I want cheesecake. Um, uh, for the people out there that are afraid to try it or don't know what it is, tapioca pudding. It's going to be, it's going to change your life. It's, cozy Shack. It's so fucking good, dude. It's, it's cozy Shack is a good place to start. There's other good tapioca puddings, but the most ready and accessible Cozy Shack. And if, if you have a little cinnamon. But, dude, I could do a whole episode on, on sweets. Yeah. So just I mean, cheesecake, because, I mean, that's going to kind of, that's. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of, what, like, the only thing that even comes close to a cheesecake is, like, fucking really good chocolate chip cookies. Or, like, you know, like, soft, hot. Or cookies are so far. A cannoli. A cannolis a are. perfect cannoli. Good ones, because there's crap cannolis. A, t- a good Italian bakery cannoli. But, yeah, I could go on for days with the sweets, man. Um, Rachel, do you have a list? Yeah, I was going back and forth on if I would want to make a statement and make them get me vegan food. Well, no, this is your last meal. So like, am I in jail, though? Like, You're getting the electric chair tomorrow. No, we're getting di- we're getting uh, fucking D. Lorenzo, so it's not a jail. But I do. Li- I would be just as happy with the vegan food than well, with can. the regular. God, food. that's what you if, if you want to leave the planet going. I still tried doing good. That's what I'm saying. Do that's, I want to do that? And you know, your, let's put it this way: you're not gonna like have to deal with the repercussions of your stomach hurting and stuff because your last meal and your your dime. But soon. it's your list. So yeah. Make it yours. So you do. My you, vegan girl. list is a vegan egg sandwich with fresh bread from the one place downtown that I hate driving to. Okay. Fresh bread's important. Delicious. Good bread. Um, and then an order of vegan cheesy bread from Blaze Pizza. That shit's good. Never, it's so never good. I can sign I can eat a, an entire order of it. Okay. In like 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's and happening. then like a really good pad thai or pad CU. Um, if they couldn't find that, then I would eat ramen. If you I was know. gonna say, I'm waiting on this list. Just yeah, some no. simple ramen. Well, that's um, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's these are the things that like hit you somewhere else, but your stomach and mouth. Like yeah, a ramen, you grew up loving ramen. So yeah, that and literally just buttered noodles with like vegan butter. Hey, a simple Not girl. Not even a little garlic. 
on the butter noodles? Nutritional yeast, I would put on it. She loves that nutritional yeast? I love it. <laughs> but if I was going to go off the rails, though, I would get a really delicious fried egg sandwich on like a homemade biscuit, fettuccine Alfredo, my mom's tuna casserole. But that's it's your list. And then that's it. Lucky seven breakfast sandwich, man. That could go in my uh, delicious what meat Friday are you going sandwich. With? If, if, Pork if roll. you're doing meat, that's your last. What would you do if you're um, doing meat? I I wouldn't need to, but if I ha- if if I had to do meat, I would do sausage. Okay. Meat. See, I'm going bacon, so we're all different on that. That, on that, that that's one of those roll. things. Yeah, because on oh, that Kaiser roll, God, lucky seven. Although the biscuit, you don't like a b- biscuit breakfast sandwich. No, that yeah. is a really close, a nice buttery. Crispy, flaky b- biscuit. Damn, that sounds good. But um, I got to throw in there con- just considerations. Talk. I'm starting to get hungry. Uh, the Wawa honey turkey sandwich. That honey turkey they the got. The hoagie. The hoagie. Foot long. Mm-hmm. What kind of cheese? Probe on that. Definitely. And they got. They usually got pretty fresh lettuce. You don't do tomato. I'm. It's going to be up in the air if I want the onion on there. A lot of mayo again. Salt and pepper, oregano. And then also Dorm, gel- dorm Deli. Chicken salad? Chicken salad, Sammy. Yeah, shout out Dorm Deli on, on uh, what's that? Should we just move back home? We should have just bought our house. For eating, yeah. Yeah, yeah for real, just buy, buy out, uh, Dad. Um, but um, I'm, I'm curious. Oh, we- dessert, Rachel. I was going back and forth. I'm kind of like a simplistic dessert person. That's um you had butter noodles on your last meal. That's that you do you. Yeah. So maybe just plain vanilla custard from Rita's. That's a great choice. Or like fresh baked chocolate chip cookies. Right. I'll tell you what, that I'm custard right from wa- from Rita's. Or both man. with like. I was just gonna say <laughs> like a, a like your a, last a, a hot put it on top of there, let it melt a little bit. Hot chocolate yeah. chip cookie with some custard, basically a bang and chip witch. Mm-hmm. Damn. Um. I'm curious. I, 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 we should try to drum up. I, I'm curious what other people's vegan, like last meal options are because, like, ninety percent of the time I try your vegan options, I'm like, I could eat this all the time. So I'm curious, like, what are the, like your 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 Mount Rushmore of vegan dishes? I know that you could probably go vegan because you can eat Mexican every day, right? Definitely. The fake. Uh, ground beef with the seasoning on there, you cannot tell. I, you can tell. I uh, do. It's close. It tastes good, but when you well, because uh, when you put that taco seasoning on there, the, the really the texture is the same. Or mm. just bean dishes, bean. I love dishes. beans. That's what I mean. It, it, like Definitely. if you were like you, you know a health scare happener, you know something. I'd like to go vegan and just fucking always just have fresh salt. You know your your favorites. Yeah. Ingredients and you could do. Vegan. I could do it easier than you could because, like, you know, I like a steak or like cheeseburger, but like a lot of my favorite things, meat's optional. My, one, it wasn't steaks and shit I was missing. It was fucking cold cuts. I was yes, dreaming I, about. I was dreaming about turkey sandwich. Like, the shittiest fucking dry turkey sandwich I would see on a like I would devour that. Yeah, yeah, we're a big cold cut crew here. Well, me and you. Um, what was I going to say? Um, smoke break? Uh, before that, so we're, let's, uh, I have a quick question, smoke break, and then we'll actually talk about the museums real quick and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to do the first half of the podcast second, so yeah, we'll get into that. 
Uh, will you eat the hot dog shot out of the gun? Fuck yeah. Actually, I'm more excited. Everybody. Sometimes like, they're yeah. better, I swear, because the fucking bread gets sweated down. Is it like wrapped up in something? It's wrapped up good. And yeah. usually it's, <laughs> yeah, it's not just, just naked <laughs> well, hot dog. The times I've gotten it, it's wrapped up in aluminum. And then it'll have like a... Uh, a packet of ketchup and a packet of mustard wrapped oh. in cellophane. Yeah, do people not eat those? <laughs> I eat them. I'm yeah, just, I don't know why. I, I have getting a little. I've boxed an old man out for a hot dog. It's fair game as long as it's not a little girl. Because if I get a t-shirt, I'll give that away. I know it ain't going to fit me. Is it a violation? Like if you are with like in a section where like right next to you are like young ladies, but they're adults and you not like her, fucked them up to get the hot dog. But like it's fair game. To like reach in front of them. You, you do it. I just my self conscious of being fat. Because the whole rest of the game, even if I win that hot dog, I'm going to eat it and go, they think I like pushed him because I'm fat. <laughs> like you were ravenous. Seeing if it, like, if it was something I would eat, like say, was it meatless hot dog, I would fucking kick somebody. Also, if, it was, it. Yeah. if we were in like a ballpark and it was a meatless hot dog and people were fighting, <laughs> I was like, are you vegan, dude? Yeah, give would, up the hot. I would if- dive on the ground. I've I've crawled on the ground at concerts before to get like things that they threw. Yeah, concerts I mean, are fair game. You get all wrapped up. Concerts, in it. I will get big and bold and be well, like. Well, especially now that we have the Me Too movement and women's empowerment, like, yeah, we're all adults here. Although I, you know what, I've only ever had one one get gotten to me. I've never hot gotten that launched. One time when uh, when me and Ruffner went to the Py- um, Penguins Flyers game, uh, how did we? I forget. I our tickets got pulled. Our whole um, row got hot dogs. And I'll tell you what, it's a nice feel because it was just the row. I felt a little high and mighty because the people behind us were like, "Oh man!" And the people in front of us are turning around. You felt like royalty. And I'm like, "Can we get another mustard packet?" And the one girl was like, "I don't even want my hot dog." And I was like. She's like, you want? I was like, hell yeah, dude. I was sitting there just like cheesing on people. <laughs> you got She didn't want her hot dog. I mean, just for the, just for you won. Well, because everyone got dog. everyone got a dog. Uh, she might have had something else too, but yeah, she didn't want it, and it was sitting right next to me, and like you know, because why were you sitting next to a lady? Because she was fondling my bum hole. Well, I'm surprised. Like you were saying, you're like self conscious. I'm surprised you were like, well, no, I'm f- <laughs> I'm no, full. it's because I was over. Uh, I did the like it being a ham. No, not ham. And those are tight seats. <laughs> so immediately I open. I'm like, ma'am, I'm sorry. My arm's going to be on you. No, you're fine. I'm like, let's just have fun. I'm a Flyers fan. Like just so I, I made friends with her immediately to be like, you know, kind of like, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. And she okay. was like, oh, that no problem. Yeah, we're here to have a good time. Yeah. Because, you know, she's drinking and stuff. So we were able to get that. And then she was like, I don't really. She's like, do you want this? And I was like, you really don't want that? She goes, not really. And I was like, all right. Good, good. Because usually you, you might be like, mm, They were good dogs, too. I mean, because I was drinking some, you know, the, some beer, so I was getting hungry. And fucking that second dog hit noise. Yeah. With yeah. the spicy brown mustard. The way I accept free food from people, I'm like... <laughs> taking it before they even finish oh, asking dude, me. Rachel, <laughs> now it's people. I know. thought you get skeeved out real easy. Until until I'm hungry okay. or drunk. Okay. Yeah, two two shots in her, and she's like, "Can I have a cheese stick?" And already grabbing it, <laughs> the biggest one. Check out our bonus segment, Smoke Break, only on Patreon.
Alright, gang, back from smoke break. We couldn't really film, it's rainy and crappy out, but uh, we have enough content out there on the Patreon, you know, starting to get a, some stuff built up. Rachel's doing a really good job of videos, there's some funny stuff, yes. of just, just, I, I, just watching me walk around is kind of funny. It's got entertainment value, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, more, so, more to come. More to come. But that's what we want to talk second hand. We got a little too food. I think we need some hot dogs in us. That's our dinner. Yeah, honestly, uh, I'm not. I'm not even particularly hungry. But yes, I like to talk about the food. It's, it brings the world together. It's universal. Yes. Everybody loves yes. and has their own thing, and it's fun to see the different. I mean, we're brothers, and how different our orders were. Rachel wanted butter noodles, and can't blame. Uh-huh. Can't go wrong. Rachel, would that be an egg? Noodle buttered. Um, you can't go pasta. It has to be something other than like a long. Maybe pasta a bow tie noodle. though. I was gonna say maybe a bow tie. So if I wanted to go full full vegan, that can't be an egg noodle then. Okay. Um. Yeah. But okay. I. I think the egg noodle buttered is the best actually. I would not do a penne. No. I would not do like the rotinis. What about a bow tie? That's, That's what I, what I would maybe do a bow tie. It's got a lot of crevices in there okay to hold a lot of butter. Angel hair, I'd be okay with thin spaghetti, but nothing thicker than that. Okay. All right. Well, uh, what, what we're, we're already falling back into the food <laughs> talk. Uh, but no, we, we're here in Cleveland. Uh, went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yesterday, and then today went to the NFL Football Hall of Fame. Um, let's start at the. Uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I've been there. Didn't I we liked. T- did we didn't. Didn't we talk? No, we didn't. No, we did because we wanted to save it for one episode. Right. Okay. Kind of, con- you know, pull it all together for one thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you have not been for the value of it, if it's not a far drive, I've told so many people you should go. Even if you're not the biggest music head, it's it's got a vibe in there. I think it does. But if you're not a music person, <clears throat> like don't go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, if you're not a music person, then don't hang out with me. Right. Whenever I there's been like two people in my life that have said like I don't like music. I'm like, yeah, I don't like you. That's a red flag as a person. Yes. Uh, but it's cool because I, I there's so many different things, and it's not just rock and roll. It's got you know Bob Marley stuff in there. Some bands and stuff were missing. We were saying. Absolutely. I mean, we could do a whole episode on what should be in the rock and roll thing that's not. And a, an important thing to know is. You don't have to be inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to have some stuff in there. And I think that's for the museum to pander a little bit, you yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, they had Miley they, Cyrus or some shit. They got to get everybody, you know, they got to get... Because to be inducted, you have to have, like, 25, 25 years, years later and stuff to actually, you know, whether it's gold records or whatever. But just seeing all the... I mean, I'm an instrument guy. I love gear. Mm-hmm. I fucking... A lot of my Christmas presents slash birthday presents would shape up into one guitar or something. And to get to see it start, fucking the original blues. And there's so many like little headphones you can put on, press buttons, listen to old cool music, and see the fucking first Les, custom Les Paul ever made. Right. And just seeing all that put together, it's, it's fun. And then even like, you know, that first section you walk in is that photography guy. From uh, the Rolling Stones magazine. What a fucking awesome life that guy lived. That's one of those right place, right time. I mean, and the, the, some of the greatest pictures ever. Him just on the side of a fucking... Iconic performances. Yes, yes. We, 
I mean, I hate, we we should know the guy's name when we talk about it because we just saw. The, the thing is, I've gone twice now. It is like sensory overload in there because you're hearing videos from the other side, music's playing. It, it was a Monday morning, completely packed in there. So, the and like, famous photographer from the Rolling Stones is Baron Woolman. Okay, there you go. Uh, yeah. So, like, even if you just like photography or just artwork or shit, even if you're in just design. If you like clothes and fashion to see some of the shit that like, yeah, but, but yeah, if you're not like a music person, you're not going to appreciate a lot of it, but it was great. And for the price of it, 35, $35 ticket. I think it's 35 if you just go to the rock hall, but we did the group tickets. So it was 30 each. Yeah. And for both like 60 to go to both. Okay. But I, the it's also got a nice uh, vibe to it, where like you can like you can go back and forth. You can hang out in the open cafeteria. Uh, you're allowed to have a drink and walk around with it. Um, you the staff are all like, mm-hmm. yeah. And yet the, the free flow. If you want to go to floor three and then go back down to one, I mean, we spent all day there. We didn't get there early enough last year. And so we went at, got there at 10 o'clock and left at 4.30. Something like that. Yeah. And that's, it's nice because, I mean, I was a little, my legs were a little tired afterwards, but it is cool because you'll go around, stand, check, and then you sit down and you can watch a 30 minute little thing on Elvis Presley. So then you get to relax for a quick second. Oh, this is cool. Yeah. All the, because all the stuff is high production you know there's no like back yeah it's not chintzy yeah so like you're seeing the raw footage of elvis that that was the uh the the performances from like the 30s and 40s like the blues guys and stuff that that was probably my favorite part or like the the bluegrass and like folk music from back in the day it blew my mind that there was cameras back i dude i i remember going like they had video cameras in the 20 in 1927 apparently with decent i mean okay audio yeah, yeah. Of Hank Williams and uh, Big Mama Jean railing on the guitar. It really does go to show, like, rock and roll stole some shit from deep water, like, black people and their blues and stuff. Yeah. It's the roots. They're it the is. Roots of it. And it is cool because you can learn or you can just enjoy. You really... And it's immersive. I mean, the whole second floor, you're watching... It's got all these instruments you can play... Last, I didn't see it this time. Last time I was there, I watched like a seven-year-old pick up a probably $1,200 Fender bass and just dropped it on the ground a couple times. Not a single person came around and said anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't feel like brushed through it all. Um, it's a cool-looking building. Really cool-looking building. And it looks like it shouldn't be in Cleveland. Where we're staying, like to think that 10 minute, 12 minutes away from here, I'm afraid to go into a convenience store around here. But there looks like something that Vegas has. Well, it is. Vegas has a pyramid in it just like that. But uh, it's on the waterfront, too. It was nice. And um, for the most part, the other people that are there are cool. Uh, Especially on, like, a Monday morning because it was just, like, an older crowd. It was funny seeing, like, a a 60-year-old lady, maybe even older. She was in kind of, like, a her a walker. Yeah, she had a make. No, it was Iron Maiden, an Iron Maiden leather custom vest. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, I complimented w- her yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. 
And she was psyched when I complimented all. And you tried to give uh, Go Birds pound to another old lady, and she got scared. She wasn't sure how to react, but she said, oh, yeah. Listen, if you have an Eagles hat on, you should know what Go Birds means immediately. She knew what Go Birds was, but the fist pump, you were trying to give her a fist bump, and she was like, yeah. But that was, uh, you got coughed on. On yeah, the, I, on dude, the back of your neck, got wet from the. I almost, I'm not a violent person. Most people know that. I almost pushed an old man as hard as I possibly could into. Well, a, you didn't a even wall. know who did it. Well, because I, I got stunned. I was like, "There's no way that just happened." And then I touched the back of my neck, and it was wet. And I was like, "That sneeze on me." Yeah. And that dude just kept moving, like not, not even at sorry or anything. Uh, yeah, and I don't buy, like, you know, people say, like, oh, you know, when you get to a certain age, you just don't care anymore. That's is true and good for you on certain things, but not when it comes to... This was fucking trifling. Yeah, you can't be getting uh, body fluids on other and people. And I heard it build up, so it wasn't just, a, oh, shit, true. I heard, like, a, a, a smoker cough. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and he was taller than me, so it, like, rained down on me. Almost like he targeted you. Maybe you were hogging the sp- like. Maybe he wanted to see what you were looking at, and you were taking to. Well, him. I was in front. I know I was in front of a fucking Madonna dress. So, guy, you can wait your turn to see the Madonna dress. Yeah, that was another thing too. Um, for the most part, and I'm I'm kind of like uh, impatient. So, like, there weren't that many people that were fucking cramping my style moving through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, because you, it's so free forming. And, like, that first level is a maze. So, like, you can go left and then have to loop all the way back around. It is, it is like a labyrinth. Yeah. Did you have a favorite section, floor? Yeah, definitely. Um, well, uh, my runner-up was the American Bandstand performances. I love seeing the old performances. You get to sit in the theater? Yeah. Yeah, dude. And I'll tell you yeah. what, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, want, I got a little... Goosebumps and stuff like they they build it up and it's fucking good performance and like seeing all these people get their start there and that guy's so ge- uh Dick Clark yeah. so genuine yeah and just yeah seeing like the the introduction of so many iconic people to like the American television audience um, the only thing that was annoying was like some of the performances you're like damn I want to watch the whole thing yeah that was that happened to me like. A lot during the the tour, it was like I was like motherfucker. They give, give you me. like fifteen seconds or something. You you want to see the whole thing of. But um, my absolute favorite part was probably the 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 uh, like the first couple sections with like the old blues and and old country music, <laughs> little black and white clips of you know. Just really, really impressive performances, and really, you know, is raw as shit, and uh, just, just the the roots of of what what rock and roll is now. The feeling to of like us being music people, and like there's just certain days where I get in my feels with music, and like then to see the roots of it, and you can see that connect. It's so simplified. Mm-hmm. Like you know, distortion didn't come it's pure. Yeah, and like to see, like holy shit, like to see that evolution really is like it's something that only humans have been able to do. Yeah, and and I don't like to be like hyperbolic. I try not to be, but like the one thing I pointed out to you yesterday was like the the difference between 
famous musicians from, say, 90s and before, just in their the way they handled themselves and did interviews and stuff, and just, like, the in-your-face, like, culture of music now that's very, like, it's Too all, big for their own bridges. And just the whole production of the, everything is over the top. Like, Rihanna's uh, Super Bowl performance this year, it was cool. But, like, if somebody uh, that was on American Bandstand in the 80s would see that, they'd be like, this is sex, this is pornography. Good point. Like, that's what the American Bandstand was cool because you're seeing, like, share. Uh, who eventually did get big and became kind of a persona of stuff, but that's her getting discovered early on. And like he asked a question, and it's a simple answer of like, "No, I've just always loved music." And then twenty years later, goes she goes, "I am the god of music, basically." But like to see the early stages even and the humbleness sh- of it, kind even of share at her worst doesn't really yeah come close what we see today. Like, and I, I know it sounds like I'm ancient, but like we're so desensitized to it because we see it all the time. But like contrasted. To like you know, Michael Jackson's first like real uh, interview and his big TV break like they just they were wholesome they were more down to earth and I'm sure we'll talk about how fucked up the culture is these days but it was really it was really highlighted watching these this evolution it almost feels like it's flipped of back then they were like thank you for this opportunity that's what I mean you know what I mean my fi- thank you and like now it's like you're welcome. You're welcome that I exist for you right. people now. Yeah, right. and the reasons for that are, are many, but and even like the rock, the hardcore rock dudes and stuff too. They, you know, like uh, not Rod Stewart, but you know, the, like those type of people are were still humble. But yeah, yeah, it was just. A, well, I think a lot of it is because they were just. It was purely about the music, but now with all the just the fact that you can produce your whole album on your computer and with social media and. What was not a term then, but has recently become branding. Yeah, everyone's branding. You so can't it, just be an artist. You have to be. You gotta be other shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that uh, the I think the American Bandstand part might have been my favorite. I uh, that was my favorite first time I seen it. Um, I'm glad we got to get that uh, w- the fucking crazy movie theater when the screen was going in and out the in. It's like the performances from Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. Yeah, yeah, that that was where I really had blue balls. Like some of those performances, they were literally like 10, 15 seconds, like, you know, of Eddie Vedder performing with fucking Neil Young. The end, though, when they let the, the, the whole yeah. My Guitar Gently Weeps, that pr- if you haven't seen this, do yourself a favor, just Google Prince... Uh, Okay, rock and roll hall. Of Fame. I guess just Prince guitar. No, um, while my guitar gently weeps, rock and roll. Dude, hall of Fame. he murders that fucking solo, and it looks so cool. I always, it made me like Prince. Like, not that I ever like had anything. But against you, when him. you hear his songs, you don't think he does. He's in like he's a fucking I knew, shredder. Yeah, because he's, he's got those weird guitars. But you see that, and he fucking doesn't miss a beat. He was into at it. one point a little corny, but. I was feeling the moment. He leans it wasn't back. Corny and all, dude. The it fucking was awesome. security guard catches him, puts him, doesn't skip a beat, dude. That was. And it was weird because uh, at one point w- when we were looking at, uh, which was also cool, the Beatles rooftop yeah. performance. Um, Rachel was like, "What's your, you know, what's your favorite?" I think she said, "Who's who's your favorite Beatle?" 
And I told her, I was like, I like George Harrison, actually, because he, he wrote my favorite song, which is While My Guitar Gently Weeps. And then there's Prince fucking destroying that song. If anyone wants to Google it, it's Prince, Tom Petty, Steve Winwood, and it's for George Har- George Harrison's like tribute. Okay. Yeah, by the way, George Harrison is a slept-on Beatle. I mean... <laughs> Ringo Starr, when he got old, looks like a Muppet character, dude. Yeah, well, everybody looks weird when they get old, but especially someone who lived the rock star's life. Yeah. Rachel, what was your favorite part? Making stickers? <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's not your answer. No, um... I don't know. I always like... Not always, like we only went once. Um, but I really do like the photography part. It makes me like really jealous in my soul because I'm a photography person and it's just a really cool life that that guy had. Um, I like that. Um, I I don't know. I always like seeing the like... The mac and cheese was pretty good too. The mac and cheese was very good. <laughs> um, but now I like seeing the Nirvana stuff. I like the, the, the stuff where they have the... There's a video of Kurt Cobain destroying his guitar and they have that guitar. I think that stuff is cool where there's either a picture or video of that person and that memorabilia too because it's cool to see their clothes but if you don't remember seeing them in that or whatever. Especially if you see 60 different outfits, it all becomes one crazy outfit. It's cool uh, to see a specific instance of it. I don't feel like the the 90s really got enough of its due for its, its... I bet if we go back music. in 10 years, it's going to get more. You know, that's it's going to just kind of yeah. keep. Yeah, because, I mean, we were about to say there was way too much 80s funk soul yeah. representation, like whole sections. Of I'm really upset that that one section that was that. The fu- Jerry Garcia. It, yeah, they got rid of the Jerry Garcia thing. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was so interesting. Like when you're in there, you're like, I can feel the acidy trip of him. He's like, it was an early progressive computer art designer mm-hmm. dude and did some really fucking yeah, who knew he wasn't just a, a musician uh, i'm sure a lot of people are saying what the, you don't know Jer- jerry garcia was an artist but never been a big jam know. band guy i respect him because growing up playing guitar i would watch that and go how do you ever learn to do that it's tough to just it's tough to dip your toes into the grateful dead at the age of you know like 18 yeah. when you don't have the be- the whole education in that kind of psychedelic jam band music but um like i am glad they changed things i wanted that to, i wanted you to see that but like i'm glad that they do change things like even the elvis uh motorcycle i told you they changed he had like a weird three-wheeled motorcycle last year now it was his classic just harley that he had i was happy that they didn't overdo it on elvis it was a perfect amount of elvis because mm-hmm. i love i like elvis a lot and i respect I like the fact that he was a gospel guy at heart. I didn't realize how much music he took from other people. I know that they got people probably like, obviously. That's pretty common in the music business. Yeah, but for him to get, be the famousest of person performing that song. It's hard for us to understand how big Elvis was, though, because we weren't alive. Didn't it? was like less than a year ago, Elvis was kind of getting like canceled because uh, appropriation or whatever. Well, listen, everyone's going to get canceled. Yeah, but... I. You can't cancel him because his roots came from sneaking into black churches. Not even sneaking in, but being like, yo, this is awesome. I love this. Well, that's how the biopic made it seem. I mean, I'm sure he was... He was. Uh, Are you telling me Hollywood's lying to us? 
I, they might that be embe- can't be they a might thing. Be embellishing. Uh, reggae got no respect. Yeah, I would have liked to see more yeah. reggae. I could go to a whole reggae museum. Mm-hmm. And they yeah, had like one Bob Marley. Like we said, we could do a whole episode of Things of Missing It. No, like not Bob Marley. The genre. That's what I mean. Like the only was thing was bo- a Bob Marley hat. A Bob Marley hat. Not really like stuck in my crawl a little bit. Because I expected there to be, mm-hmm. you know, as much funk music. But I guess it's an American thing. But, you know, they covered London and whatnot. But but we're going to we'll get to the NFL Hall of Fame. But let's give it a... a uh, like out of a 10 rating an honest 8.6 okay was it better the first well it's always better obviously the better time. the first time um i will say you know what i would have probably given because i didn't get to do the uh i didn't get to watch the one movie theater thing last time it was closed so that was cool how the screens opened up and they fucking pumped the bass in there my mm-hmm. bum hole was rocking in there and it was good you're right blue balled you a little bit but I see they're they're trying to turn and burn. Oh, I, get, I yeah. did wish, and I I look maybe I didn't look good enough, but give me a two hour DVD of that. Extended. They didn't have one in the in the, the. I was looking for that, and I was looking for like if there was a two hour American Bandstand, I probably would buy those DVDs. So give me give me a couple real quick, just your standout, uh, like cons. We gave all the pros, which there are more, but but was there any? Aside from certain stuff missing, which it's hard to curate that place. That's an impressive job. It's that hard, would be yeah. a fucking awesome job being a curator. Yeah. I'm sure a team of 100 people doing it. Yeah. And just how many? There's probably, there's probably what, 2,000 guitars in there? Was it, yeah. But was there um, anything that you were, you know, taken aback by? I wish or? the videos were longer. Um, I wish some of the videos were more spaced out because you'd be watching one and maybe my autism or something kicked in and I was like... No, nah, it's loud. It's a yeah. loud place. We wanted to do some content for you guys like there, but with the mics would have been picking up just all kinds of background I think going to, since we've been to like the NFL Hall of Fame, like it would have been cool just if they like had like posters of like the size of Jimi Hendrix's hands, you know, kind of a little bit yeah. more interactive type of things. You could do like just plenty of headphones stuff to put on but like that or uh and i get it because they're just trying to give an introduction but like the second floor where there's instruments um it was a little dinky and it's for kids probably more but like i immediately went back and played the drums decent really nice set but like what they should have back there is this is fucking neil pert doing 30 seconds and like kind of let you do like rock band yeah it was more about the groups than it was like certain like legendary uh musicians you know what i mean um anything else yeah let me print out more than two stickers because we were really trying to we were trying to get some advertisement out there we we yeah. spent fucking we were just sitting there pounding out stickers for yeah. aml media ubi podcast we got we got a good amount i mean i made like three different ones uh that and uh the top floor the rock and roll gods or whatever yeah Give us six screens up there. Four's not enough, and they're not long. Like, I wanted, I could have watched Tom Morello. He could have had another five minutes, and it would have been entertaining. Fucking uh, Van Halen, give me another fucking ten minutes on him. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. But they have to turn people over, so I look at it like that. But, yeah, like Tom Morello, they had a nine-inch nail in the rock, guys. That one was weird. Very weird. I understand Trent Reznor was... A big deal. Nine Inch Nails were really big for 
a year. When they were doing it, when the song came, I want to fuck you like... The old guy got up and we both... You looked at me because he got up and fucking... Well, what I, is this bullshit? When he kinda. sat down, I, I was waiting for because I know who Nine Inch Nails yeah. were. I, was, <laughs> I knew that was about to happen. Old white man sat down and goes, what's this crap? But it was crap. And that, uh-huh. I, I, that was my heyday. I, I don't know why Trent Reznor... And Nine Inch Nails were in the. This is the top floor with only four highlighted. The fact that they got rid of um, the fuck I, I was for, oh, Keith Richards, mm-hmm. and they replaced it with the Nine Inch Nails guy, and then less they did less Paul. It was a less Paul video, which uh, he, he he deserves his due. Yeah, last when we last year was less Paul, but who? What was the other the video that replaced? I thought it was less Paul this year. No. That's what you said last night. Regard well, mate, or it was different because the last last year, because I it was somebody I've, who made a guitar out of like two different guitars. I thought no, it was, that that was Van Halen. No, it wasn't. No, no, no. Yes, he takes two different pickups, and remember, he goes, "I'm hand." I he hand carved them out. But last year they had a. I'm telling you, last year they had a left. It was just him about his. Life of building guitars, nothing to do with his musical or whatever. Because I found it really interesting. Because I was like, I always wanted to make a guitar, and he was like a pioneer of the electric. Well, that, Regardless, yeah. the two that were replaced uh, didn't deserve it. Agreed. I didn't think. And also at the uh, Rock Hall of Fame, you can get uh, alcoholic beverages. Yes, I was able to keep a nice little buzz. And so you know, I don't drink, but people were enjoying themselves. I'm surprised the NFL. Well, shit, you can't even. Well, we're going to talk about the NFL. Okay. And any any one thing, Rachel, that that uh, you you didn't like or was disappointing. Um, my only con actually would be, which I know we were disappointed that Jerry Garcia was moved, but I think that it would be cool if more of this stuff changed. Like the Pink Floyd wall was cool, but we were there over a year ago. And it was there then. Like That'll probably there be there wasn't forever. really a reason because you can get a membership to go multiple times a year. There wouldn't really be a reason for us to go more than once a year if nothing's changing. If out. even once a year, right? Because yeah. there's not enough turnover. And I could see because that whole Beatles section, that's th- never going to go though. But, there's but that's f- an exhibit. That's yeah, that they call that the Beatles because ex- last year was the Beatles mania thing. Like it, ha- it got mm-hmm. put up just when we got there. Basically, mm-hmm. they yeah, have what change. five kind of small little theater things, and it's all Beatles. Like, which I is would- cool, but but to keep going back and see watching the same exact right, thing. I can totally see why that whole section's Beatles. You got to give them the credit, but like uh, Led Zeppelin next year. You know what I mean? Like, give definitely, us something. Definitely. Um, now you guys pretty much. My biggest thing was. There was whole eras of really influential music that were just lightly touched upon. Yeah. Because um, even like, you know... Like Sheryl Crow had a whole half a wall. And it was I'd like... I'd be interested too to learn a little bit more about... Jam. Like the induction process and how the nominees get picked and like why... You know, that would might not necessarily explain, but that might put some more insight onto like why maybe whole eras yeah. are kind of neglected yeah it does seem it's pretty like kind of generic and almost i feel like they want to keep it that way so they can yeah pu- yeah kind of, because now i'm just thinking i didn't see one pearl jam thing there was yeah a, there was pearl there jam was a right next bit, to nirvana uh, was it okay but, but yeah it was four feet for all three of my favorite yeah. bands basically yeah yeah and then the misfits have a whole fucking set just because they had skulls on their stuff look at this cool mask he had or like corn, dude. Give me some of fucking or Slipknot's mask. I don't think corn is old enough. Are they in there? 
No, but I don't think Corner Slipknot has been around. Uh, long if Taylor, Taylor Swift can have one of her dresses hung she up, she was in that special section though. That one section. Give me is like Slipknot masks, dude. I don't even like Slipknot, but those masks are fucking pretty cool. They are cool. Yeah, because uh, like you said, like yeah, like the whole uh, there was Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, that stuff. one little section I think is just like you know what they current. Didn't have? popular or whatever that replica van of the guy who traveled the wild, uh wildflower or the no traveled the beat like followed the beatles in that van that he painted well they only have so much yeah. room too but i think there was just certain places where there was way too much of one person like it, again I, I i'd like to i'd like to talk to the person who curates it because mm-hmm. i think i could do a really good job at it and i know enough older music to like keep and i wonder if it is like I'm, you know, like that van, for instance, it was a replica of the van the guy drove specifically made for this. There's no way they just fucking that's in the basement now or something. It's a full fucking van. So I wonder if they just move it somewhere. They have to move stuff around. Is there other Rock and Roll Hall of Fames? No, No, but but there's other Beatles related stuff. Um, My my only thing I would say is um, there was like no Neil Young presence. And that really upset me. It like. I was really disappointed by that. And um, just way too much funk, soul, music. Uh, I'm not going to say this in a bad way, but we're only two months out away from February. But it wasn't like that. Like, it didn't say, like, you know, it didn't even really specify that they were African-American. It was just... And they don't switch things out that quickly to... That's, yeah, that right. room, to have a one the Jerry Garcia thing. room, just it was just all picture with one TV. When it was the Jerry Garcia thing, dude, there was like twelve TVs and all his custom and guitars. I, you know in what? There. I'm sure there were people there that were like, "There's way too much Jerry Garcia laser art." So you know, it's a tough thing to curate. Also, too, uh, he was very particular of who designed his guitars and stuff, and so they had like just three videos okay. of that process. Okay, okay. Jerry um, Lee Lewis piano, that was awesome. Yes. That was fucking yes. awesome. Okay, so Football Hall of Fame. Uh, it was about an hour drive. Yeah, thank you, Rachel. Yes. We fell asleep on the way home. Um, I was tied. It's a big, sprawling campus. It's not it's just a high the school Hall of on Fame. There. Yeah, there's a the, high school like on the lot further down. Um, it's a Ferris wheel. Yeah, it seems like a pretty pretty cool place. When in we the came in, we were like, "What the fuck? Like, where?" We didn't even know where to go. Yeah, well, and the I, most boring looking building was. The well, rock I, rock. I know they hold tons of events and stuff there mm-hmm. for like the NFL. I'm sure we're diehard football fans. Um, and this is something that we've said. I'm 31 now. Steven's 37. It's a shame that we haven't gotten there yet. We should have. Yeah, just as to, much just as just to say we've been there. Mm-hmm. So now we can say that. Uh, I just want to say for the Rockwell Hall of Fame, I'm going to give it a solid seven. And I'm hard to please, so seven's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you never want to go ten. That's corny. You can't ever go ten nothing. Yeah. Except yeah. for except for drugs in a room. Yeah, drugs in a room. <laughs> um, the NFL Hall of Fame had a very, uh, again, nice campus. You know, it was very low-key. I'm going to define it as very, um, you kind of said sterile. Cut and dry sounds bad, but... Very regimented, and well, I get yeah. why. Um, football is football is football. There's no genres of football. But it was cool. And once again, I love just seeing the memorabilia of things, of how the, the equipment has changed, uh, yeah. and getting to see, you know, 
which we already know this for football, you know, we're football fans and stuff. And like, oh, we already kind of knew the preceptors of how football came about, you know, when it covers the war, when the Steelers and Eagles came together, the AF, you know, the Mickey Mouse League AFL and NFL came together. It was cool that they gave homage to like a lot of the administrators of football. Like obviously the players are going to have have stuff, but like to give like the guys who built the league, yeah, yeah, absolutely. and to see some of the contracts of it was the whoever I forget the the best player of the time got sold for three hundred dollars and they had the receipt for was it. That, that one that one player, uh, one a player was traded for nine other players, yeah, in like the seventies, um, and how many teams there were tons that have cl- came and gone. And some of the worst names, some of the names of some of those. Like, I was, this is, yeah, that's just before the NFL merger. We're going back. But, yeah, the but, but, yeah, I mean, shit, I had no idea that there was a team in Pottsville, Pennsylvania for like four seasons. Um, that was cool. There was a fucking, oh, damn it, I made myself remember. There was a team that changed their name because they got like the highest college pro, uh, college player and they became like this something that guy's last named. Oh, yeah. And they um, lasted two years and won one game. Yeah, a lot of teams used to be named after the owner of the team. I didn't know that the Browns were actually named after the family that owns it. And then, because then he went and made Cincinnati Bengals. He owns both? He he started the Browns and then went and started Cincinnati after he sold the team. Oh, wow. Well, that, that makes sense why fucking uh, Ohio has two NFL teams. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really... Uh, it was really clean, well, great presentation. The NFL doesn't do anything half-assedly. Um, and, of course, everything on the TVs, once again, I mean, it's NFL footed, you know, so they could use whatever they want. Of course. And it was very – I liked this. I didn't feel blue-balled. It was quick enough because you're standing and then moving down the line to another TV. They did a good job keeping precise, informational enough, but not – too much yeah and you got uh, a real insight into the fact that the nfl now is a behemoth mega production that didn't happen overnight no and the the evolution of football as a sport just having the same size fields and same shaped balls that wasn't always the case did this original ball that i i knew it but seeing the one that had four in a row it was like fucking a, like just a li- a little bit of elongated fucking volleyball basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and I loved seeing the old playbooks. That was cool. Very cool. Yeah, the hand, even insight the, into Bill Belichick's defensive playbook. That and like Dick Vermeil's fucking and then seeing like you know the old, old before the, it was the NFL of like the quarterback was basically a fullback. Yeah, uh, there was know. positions that don't even exist anymore. Um, I felt that the staff there was, except for the first dude, he was cool. The greeter was cool. The staff was kind of awkward and really weren't, it's not that they weren't interested. Uh, everything there spoke for itself. Yeah. They kind of were pointless. And Rachel was talking to one guy for like 10 minutes. Yeah. He caught me. He was really nice, but he thought I was by myself. Um, so I think he was like, no, he was doing his job. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And it's hard because yeah, for us, like, we're like, first of all, dude, we can read. 
and, uh, and and to them they're like I don't want to feel pointless just sitting you know kind of well, sitting here. Well, and I so figured a lot of those people may uh, even volunteer and they're older and lonely. Maybe, mm. maybe I, I I kept thinking to myself like this would be a boring ass fucking job and I love football. Um, I felt that the other Hall of Fame goers were more annoying. Yeah, that one couple. It they they were like mag. We couldn't get we away tried from to them at slow first. up and couldn't get away, and then kind of sped around them, and go, I'm going to come back to it. And they just kept being around us. Yeah, yeah. The the other the other people there were way more annoying. And there was some so many worse than the Rock Hall Hall of Fame. There were weirdos who were taking picture of every single little yeah. thing. You see that 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 other fat that was there. When we were in the bust room, that was just recording oh, the yes, whole room. the whole thing. He was weird as fuck. Um, Who are you going to show that to? Nah, I don't know. He was taking pictures of, like, even the little displays with, like, a cleat. I took a picture of every Eagle stick. stuff. Um, also, I was... Uh, I knew he did... Um, I didn't realize that Jim Thorpe was held so high in acclimates. He was, like, the first star... Yeah, I, I knew that, but I was surprised at that first floor, that gigantic statue. Like, I mean, Jim Thorpe's badass, PA. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I, wasn't, af- I wasn't aware it was that, yeah. that big. Yeah. Which is cool. Uh, every, He's a great storyline. Everything, uh, a foot, the, nothing was missing. Everything you expected to see as uh, like a, a, a real hardcore football fan, they had it. Um, I said, I did say to you, and, and like halfway through, I was like, I'm such a football junkie. I consume so much football and NFL films content. There wasn't a whole lot of like, oh, I didn't know that. Or, ooh, check out this, uh, you know, uh, mic'd up segment. That was one thing I was thinking with some of the clips and stuff, which might be hard to do overall. But I was thinking that the stuff you see there shouldn't be stuff that is anywhere else. Like that. The problem is... The NFL is such a huge product that anything NFL related is if it's not on the NFL Network, it's on YouTube. Yeah, and you know N- what I mean though, like absolutely like special content yeah, for being there. Absolutely, I felt the same way. Like nothing, nothing blew my balls off. I, uh, I, I, dude, I love the. Uh, my hands are on the the football thing. I was I was like, dude, my hands aren't that small, off that far off from these. I forget who the quarterbacks were. No, Warren Moon's hands were massive. But no, Troy are you are you seeing the f- putting on the football or the ones the ones that, putting it on the football laces? The the one was longer, but I I was like, okay, all right. Uh, the arms, I was like, okay, that guy's six seven, three hundred eighty yeah. pounds. Yeah. But dude, I've always wanted to know what listen having the fucking plays called in. Putting that helmet on, I listened to that for like it was just three calls, three plays. Uh-huh. I listened to that for like fifteen minutes, dude. I literally was trying to go like, all right, trips right, seeing if I could be able to like, trips right, tight left, seven two, Q curl, and right. I was and I was like, dude, this is yeah. What stood out to me is you got to really know your playbook because those play calls are long as shit. Yeah, that Which was I knew, but hearing it in my own ear with the helmet, on, I was like, wow, dude, I don't even know what you just said. Um, that was my favorite. That and the the fucking. Movie theater thing. That you like that with the, what, the Super Bowl thing. Yeah. Man. See, like, yeah, I knew all this shit though. Really, well, yeah, you knew it, but I, you know, it was cool. But it was like I could have seen that on the NFL channel. 
But when that stage turned, I was like starting to get like, even though it was loud as shit in there, I was getting like a little like complete, like not tired. When that fucking stage turned, I was not ready to do my leg. I was thinking up. they should have given a warning about that. I don't know. Especially because it's like old give people, people seizures or anything. But like, yeah, I, just some sort of. Do you want to know my reaction up. to that was? This is a cheap corn ass gimmick to rotate the <laughs> crew so that you're watching the second half of the film while they're loading the people behind us into the first theater. Oh, is that? No. Do you think that's it? What else was the point of it? It wasn't like cool. I thought it was just like. I thought it was cool. Drama. Did you like and then it? Then we I, I mean, I, you know. It had nothing to do with anything. Well, and then we exited out the other side. That's what I'm saying. So, so we it, exited out to one side, and in the. You might be right about that. In the that. rear, they were loading the next. But. Oh, it wasn't that busy. It wasn't. Yeah, necessary. we weren't even a, a quarter that, of the way. That's full. the only reason I could think for the design and the whole rotation. But it does rotate when, like, the game changed. It did rotate kind of at like a pivotal point of that. But you could be right. It could just be lo- logistically. Yeah. So, like I said, I thought the place was a little sterile. Uh, it was almost like overly professional. Mm-hmm. And the football NFL is such a big brand. Like I kind of expected that. Um, the bus room I really liked. More yeah, than that was I cool. thought I would. That was it, it was fun seeing the difference of like like cuz when you see like old like you see Jerry Jones is one or whatever and like he cuz they're trying to be realistic and when it's in hard and look crazy, but then like the young guys, there were some that like literally I was looking at and I was feeling like I was tripping out a little bit. The way they do the eyes, I was like, yo, he's kind of moving with yeah, me. Yeah, and the whole like setting and and the whole room is just it it's, does feel it's, magical. It's glorious, like it should be. It does feel magical. Although I'll say underwhelming uh, outside of the bust room. They, they played like uh, some of the Hall of Fame inductee speeches and stuff. That was a pretty dinky TV it with was just a small five chairs. TV and like because we've seen so many in, induction speeches, like again, nothing was like, oh my God, I've never seen this. You know what I mean? I, I knew going into it, my mind wasn't going to be blown. I know. I uh, yeah. I should have known that going in. But, but I did. Your uh, um, the bus room did. I mean, because it's all dark. It was really cool. I like and they, the, the light and like you had the lighting made you have to get close to see and read it and stuff. That room does feel pretty. You definitely notice the change of the racial background of the players at a certain yes. time. Yes, not a whole lot of white fellas are can compete these days. Especially funny, like like seeing like Warren Sapp having uh. Cornrows. Cornrows in his bust. Good for him. He, I, they were the only cornrows in the whole bus room. Uh, Troy Palomala's hair. I feel like I, it's. I'm. Sh- I, I didn't I, think it was a great representation. No, I didn't either. And I have. I can't even carve a, a football out of Play-Doh. So yeah. But uh, I also like the Super Bowl rings. Yeah. For each year, that was really cool. Um, I did think though after the bust room, the the interesting aspect tailed off because it was mostly modern stuff. Um, but I would. Uh, I would definitely give it. I give it a six. I was gonna say it's gonna be six four ish for me. It di- I, I think I definitely went in with higher expectations. I just once just again, I've been wanting to go there forever. A good point is, we know so much of that. You know what I mean? So yeah. I can't like I. There's like a couple things I was like, whoa, <laughs> finding out that what for a while in the NFL, the grown men were. Baby, I don't know what do you call it. It's the jerseys would snap between their legs like a baby's 
onesie does. Yeah, you couldn't get over that. I was like, dude, how did I not know that? I'm a yeah. gear guy. Yeah, it was. Uh, I th- I think it was so you could just tuck your cup in there, uh, and keep the jersey. But I, in it your was. Pants. I was noticing a lot of it. I was like, this was around for a lot longer than like. Yeah. And I you think even that's said how like shirts used to be. Maybe. Like but it was their yeah. jer- it's their jersey. I, like, I don't know. So like if I went to a Marshalls and got a shirt, it would snap between my legs. Yeah, like remember how like old pajamas and stuff are like full body pajamas mm, with the flap on the butt. I don't think so. That w- I can see that why. That would shock me. If that turns out to be true <laughs> that up until like the 80s people wore snap between their leg shirts. No way. Because it makes sense because it's keeping everything tight. You're not like you shouldn't have to take a piss during a football game. You know what I mean? So it's not like... And it made sense because like we were saying, we played football. It would have been nice to keep in. my ass crack and gut from hanging. Yeah. Yeah. Rachel, what was your uh, your overall ranking? Um, Because you're more of an a ancillary football watcher. I would but give it... Be honest. It's okay. A four? I, I think... No, I, I think that like a six... I thought everything was really interesting. I didn't like, I think if we would have gone there before the rock call, it was like a, the vibe was like a shock from going from like fun, immersive, like loud, whatever to quiet, clean, professional. Sterile. Yeah. I will say I started not like, and when they first, when you first looked like it can be a six to eight hour thing. I, when she said a number, I was like, maybe some people, there's no way I can spend that much time. But uh, yeah, like towards the end, I was like, I can't read anymore. Like yesterday, I, I filled a lot of my brain. And then the early stuff I found interesting. But when we started getting the modern stuff, I was like, I know that picture of Marshall and Lynch, you yeah. know, this. So yeah, I do think that personally, I mean, I find the history interesting. But personally, I thought a lot of the newer stuff was. More interesting because I, I, that's fresh in my brain. Like, I, oh, I, I you saw when that happened. You can relate. Whatever, yeah. whatever. You know what? I, I w- think it would have been cool if they had more of the like science and like the immersive stuff, like with the hands, what the hands looked like, how they, the different people put their hands on, like the size of their legs, the different grips for the laces and stuff. Yeah. That and was then cool. even like reviewing a play in the play. Box yeah, that was that was. I'm, I already knew going. I knew I, I, knew I, I would be a good referee. Also, I I was like, I know these plays. <laughs> I did three of them. I was like, I I know the outcome yeah, of this see, play. <laughs> so I would say, if you're really a football junkie, uh, and if you've never been there, like, expect to just have reinforced what you've uh, you're already familiar with. But worth going. Definitely worth going. If if you're a real football, if you call yourself a real NFL fan, you've never been. Just the bus room alone is worth it. It's really. And again, knowing that they only make one of those. Yeah. And it's only there. Yeah. And also in person, the Super Bowl trophy. It's a beautiful trophy. Yeah, it is. It's a really nice. Trophy. I did. I, I like that picture. I got it. Made me feel good. I'm yeah. glad I have that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the only negative I have is that the also by the, the bathrooms, both, the facilities were very nice. And the Rockwell Hall of Fame. I've had a Duke both. You can do it. It's clean. Yeah. Um, but the gift shop. Well, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the prices were just outrageous. Outrageous, but I did Out. get my book. I, right, but you paid out the ass for it. I did. Uh, even like you know, like a like a button down like grunge shirt was like 
Rachel wanted a t-shirt. I found a Nirvana t-shirt that was $90. You can go to Target and get a sweet Nirvana t-shirt for 25 yeah. bucks. Uh, at the NFL Hall of, uh, the Hall of Fame gift shop, um, it was just like a team store. You knew but, but half of it was Hall of Fame. The only thing you could gear. get replica helmets on well, behind no, there the There was some cool stuff there, like that coffee, the Eagles coffee mug. But like I, I was just more like the actual Hall of Fame memorabilia wasn't that cool. Yeah, you can get an Amazon coffee that same coffee mug. I can get on half Amazon. half the price on and Amazon. And compared to like Cleed our Ohio teams versus like. You know, they had the, a lot of Cowboys, a lot of Steelers, a lot of Browns, Bengals. There was a very small Eagles selection. That's always, yeah. And the hats were, not, none of the Eagles hats I wanted to own. I did finally get me a mini Eagles helmet that I've always wanted that'll go in my little living room yeah, thing. Yeah, in your little cabinet. In my yeah. little thing. It was it, it, it was 35, so I was like, ah, it's not killing me. Uh but I did. I wanted something. I any want any NFL related gear you want is licensed to other places. You can get it cheaper. Yeah. Um, but I can say as I like, got that. And I'm that. really. I, 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 we've been saying for years. It's a sh- it's ridiculous. We haven't been there yet. Um, so I, I'm. That's a place I feel off. like I don't need to visit again. Kind of. I'll be honest. No, because unless it, you know, there's nothing to rotate. Well, when Jason Kelsey gets inducted, I'll go see his. Bust. I'll go to an induction. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I guess we're kind of getting pretty much on the time there. We covered most of our subjects. Yeah, I think we went over. Yeah, we did. Rachel, but, thank you for driving because me and Stephen Steven laid down in the back of the truck and no, slept. I, I had the option, right? Um, but, yeah, we had a good time, folks. Thanks for hanging in with us. We're going to cook some dogs, some wieners, and uh, join us. We got some stuff on the Patreon. You know all of it. Uh, Rachel will toss up the stuff so you know where to find us. UBI. You guys are going to be all right. I'm Gene Labordi, my co-host, my brother, Stephen Labordi. Rachel doing all the hard work. Produ- producer extraordinaire, my wife, Rachel Labordi. Thanks for hanging out and uh, go to some museums. It's good for you. Hall of Fames, not museums. Hall museums too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get go- out and explore the world, guys. Go to the Mudder Museum in Philadelphia. All of them. Try stuff. <laughs>